Hello, Gina. Hello. Oh my God, we finally <laughs> we finally have a podcast. How are you? Wow, technical difficulties. Yeah, well, it's, we're we're uh, ten hours away apart from each other, and this has been very difficult. Yeah, uh, going on ten minutes, but we made it. We did it. <laughs> so we're here at the uh, very beautiful Lakeside Bar and Grill. And we have a wonderful uh, waitress here. Her name is Michael Ann. Isn't that a cool name? That's really cool. I really like that. She just. I don't think it. I've ever heard that before. I've never heard it either. Do you like to say hi to, to hi. Gina? Michael. Michael. What's her, name? Aunt, her name is Gina. Gina. That's yeah. A, that's a cute name. Yeah, she's a cute girl. She's my niece. Well, thank you. Hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to our podcast. <laughs> thank you. The food here, I've, I've been coming here for the last few years. The food here is excellent. The best food on the lake. We're uh, Lake Houghton Lake, Michigan. A beautiful view. We're out on the um, out on the deck here overlooking the lake. Really, really nice atmosphere. Um, I'm here with uh, several good friends. I have uh, Nick Puhok, uh, Uncle Mickey. You, you, uh, he's been on our podcast before. Hi, Nick. Uh, Gina says hello. Hi, Gina. We just ordered a <laughs> calamari appetizer, and uh, we have uh, two other friends. We have Scott Foreman of Shady Hills Kennel um, and his lovely wife, Christy. Uh, and uh, we're going to enjoy some good food here and talk some bird dogs. So wow. Hi, that? Christy and Scott. Hi, Gina. <laughs> so, Good to finally hear your voice, Scott. Yeah, that was that was uh, brutal, wasn't it? Yeah. I'm dying to try this calamari, but I'm talking, so uh, Nikki, you're gonna have to we'll eat it. We'll enjoy it for you. So have have you moved on from burgers to fish? Um, right. I'm Nikki uh, and I both ordered the uh, lake perch, which is uh, really uh, good here. It's pan fried. It's not like a deep fried perch. I love it here. It's probably my favorite place on the lake to get perch. Um, I think Scott ordered uh, the same thing I had the other night, which veal. Yeah, the the veal Toscano. Uh, yeah, really good over pasta. It was excellent. So, um, so anyway. Let's get into the podcast here. Um, last weekend, mm-hmm. uh, Scott and I judged the. Uh, well, you know what? Before we get into that, I want I want to say a little bit about Scott. I know him probably I don't know twenty five years or so. Um, when when he you know I I had just gotten started for ten years or so, and then Scott and his brother Mark uh, came upon the scene and. Uh, started in the, the field trial uh, game and eventually turned pro and I've had a great relationship with them uh, the last 20, 20 years or so. Um, they own and operate Shady Hills Kennel out of, uh, where, where are you at? Prattsburg, New York. Yeah, Prattsburg, New York. Prattsburg, New York. Um, and they do primarily cover dog uh, trials, but but all kind of walking field trials and um, gun dog training also. Um, they're uh, very 
big up here in the Michigan area. They spent a lot of time up here, both in the spring and the, the summer. Uh, Scott, you go to uh, Wisconsin, right? Yes, Wisconsin in August yep. for training. Yep. Yes. Yep. So you, you get to work a lot of wild birds, which is pretty cool, right? Yes, real cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, and while Nick's here, we you know, he's eating and drinking. Uh, we might as well uh, get him involved here a little bit. Uh, you're a big wild bird guy too, Nick. Um, and uh, I think you're headed to Wisconsin. So maybe Scott could give you some uh, tips on what up. the birds are yeah, doing. Yeah, whereabouts are you going in Wisconsin? No, I'm just passing through. I'm headed to Minnesota to go. Minnesota? Oh, okay. yeah. Okay. okay. I'm probably about 20 minutes from Iron Mountain in Wisconsin. Yeah, well, that's where we're headed to after Minnesota. We're headed up to Iron Mountain. Okay. Yeah. Nick, if you want to be involved in this podcast, you got to talk a little louder. louder. <laughs> there we go. And Christy might jump in here, but she's really enjoying uh, a beautiful pina colada that I'm almost ready to just jump across the table and grab because that friggin' thing looks it good. Smells good, actually. Smell it. That's a summer drink. Well, it feels like summer here. Speaking of that, it's been disgusting here for uh, training dogs and field trials and hunting. It's just been too, too hot. Uh, so we're hoping this front is supposed to come through and maybe change things. I'll tell you, it's it's been brutal. But we're sitting out on a deck out on a lake, and it really does feel like summer more than uh, more than fall. So pina colada is a is a good drink. Uh, I'm going to my uh, old standbys here up on the lake, the Traverse City Cherry Bourbon, which is really good. <clears throat> Highly recommend it. I'm definitely bringing a bottle home when I when I head back. Uh, and of course, Gina, you know what kind of beer I'm drinking, don't you? The Sam Adams Cherry Wheat. Ding dong! You I'm got sure. it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's get in the dogs here. Um, and, and what's going on last weekend um, Scott and I judged the region 13 amateur uh, shooting dog championship which for me was a really cool experience um, you know watching a, a lot of really good dogs um, unfortunately there weren't a lot of woodcock on the courses but there were plenty of grouse and uh, a, a lot of good dogs and good handlers um, Scott, what 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 was what's your take on what we witnessed out there? Oh, uh, my take was that it was a really great championship, and you know, like Robert said, there wasn't a lot of woodcock on the grounds. And the biggest thing it was, oh, me and Robert haven't judged together in a while. <laughs> and it was a great honor to judge with. Yeah, it's a lot of fun when, yeah. when me and you were judging. I yeah. mean, we, we totally see things the same way. Um, and you know, probably from our experience and everything, we like the same type of dogs and we're looking for the same characteristics in the performances. Uh, so it was, you know, when, when, when they asked me to judge, I think they had already had you, you know, my first question, when someone asked me to judge, I said, well, who's the other judge? They said, Scott Foreman. I said, I'm in because, uh, you know, I'll judge with you anytime. Um, it, it was, a it was my pleasure to judge with you. Um, Shout out to Rich Hollister, our good friend. The horses uh, were excellent. Um, they they know the grounds. I had one instance where uh, I think it was um, 
I won't even mention his name. A handler was, his dog was pointing and he was flushing. And, you know, then he went back to his dog and relocated the dog. Probably should have flushed a little further. He, he would have got a bird up. But anyway, the horse, the bird flushed. And I, I never, I, I wouldn't have heard it or saw it. But the, the horse, I think I was riding Mr. Ed, flipped his head and looked. And boom, I looked over there and there, there went the, the bird. bird. Yeah, yeah, that, that <laughs> horse, the horses are. That's the a, that's horse a pointed the bird. No, no, no. The, hor- the horse uh, has better eyesight and hearing uh, than, than we do and caught the flight of the bird, which uh, got me to uh, look that way. Gina Yoakum. Here I am. Here you are, here we are. What's going on? Well, I had a question about your horse. My horse, Mr. Ed. Yeah, was his name really Mr. Ed, or he just looked like the Mr. Ed? He looked like Mr. Ed, and his real name was Mr. Ed. Really? Really. Wow. Wow. I'm I'm going to tell my instructor, Jen, about Mr. Ed. Excellent. Now, Michael Ann just came in. We're... Getting a nice buzz going, but uh, Christy needs another pina colada, and you need another vodka and cranberry. Yes, excellent. Thank you very much. So, um, let's get into some of the questions that uh, some of our listeners and uh, had texted us, and I, I sent them to you because you're better at keeping track of this stuff than I am. Well, the first one had something to do with your championship, but I didn't get the actual comment. Um, But you said it was from someone named Dozeman. Oh, right. Excellent. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. He came up to me and he he thanked me um, for this was last year. I believe I was braced with him or maybe I wasn't. I don't know. But but he he asked me a a training situation. I guess his dog... um, chased a bird mm-hmm. in the field trial because the other dog I think we spoke about this in our last podcast with with Sammy the rock star you know the other dog got too close and made an infraction and then his dog also broke and I told him I said I asked him I said do you have a puppy he said yeah I have a puppy I said well when you're training your older dog I said take the puppy out and let the puppy flush the birds for the older dog and make the older dog stay broke. And I guess he went and did that, and, and he said it worked great, and he was able to get his dog um, much more steady that way. Now, he ran his dog in um, the championship and uh, unfortunately had a couple of non-productives um, and was ordered up. Um, by Scott Foreman, not by me. <laughs> <laughs> but but the dog actually did have a bird. Yes, lost far enough. Yes, and that's what I was going to get at. Great yeah. point. Um, uh, uh, you, you know the different types of trials we run. Like obviously, if if you're running in a liberated bird trial and your dog points, um, typically that planted quail is going to be within several feet of the dog and you're going to kick around looking for the, uh, Gina, we talk about this all, all the time. The bad bird just squat it down there. Yes. <laughs> the bad like birds, the bad bird. So you're looking for that. Now this was a wild bird trial. 
his dog point it and you, you know you're gonna want to make a, a much uh, wider flushing attempt uh to try to flush a wild bird because sometimes they'll run a distance from the dog before they flush and this was a situation where i told you uh, mr ed he actually uh notified me that the bird was there he threw his head up and 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 he caught uh, the bird before before I did because these horses are around these field trials so much that they know what's going on. Um, so there there's just a, a little tip um, to a handler. You're in a wild bird trial. You flush a little little uh, greater distance. You know I grew up in this sport watching um, Hall of Famer Dave Hughes um, and. Uh, Hall of Famer Scott Warman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah. someday. But um, anyway, um, Dave Hughes would, uh, you know, flush so far out in front of his dogs, and yet his dogs would would stay put and and allow him to, you know, get that grouse up that that maybe ran, you know, twenty, thirty, maybe even forty yards away from the dog in the cover and get the bird to flush and uh, show it to the judge, um, which, which is, you know, the difference between winning and losing. So, um, just, uh, again, to, to, to Dozeman, um, you know, get out there and flush a little further and keep doing what you're doing. You're doing a great job. So, um, well, even that last trial I went with you to the, I think you were running rod and, you were flushing for like four minutes. That was a really long, because I was filming, and I thought, this is, I wonder if there's a bird there. I don't think it was four minutes, Gene. I don't know. It, it turned into, <laughs> it was a really long clip. <laughs> but here's the question. You know, if the dog, again, keeps his composure and his intensity, he's telling you that that bird, <clears throat> that bird is there. Um, so, you, you you know, you read the dog, and you just keep flushing. But, mm-hmm. um Pretty sure I got the bird up in front of Rod, and he ended up winning. So I, I think I did the right thing there, right, Gina? Yes, you did, and he did win. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, any other questions that we had from our listeners? Um, one more, and I can't remember who it's from, but you said we wanted to talk about the intelligence in dogs. Okay. Yeah, and I can't t- remember who that was from. This came up between a conversation between two of our friends. Oh, Jamie uh, Francis, right? Jam- no. Well, that's his uh, Facebook uh, uh, name, Jamie Knee. Jamie Knee. Uh, from uh, Cape Cod. He owns, again, you know the dogs he owns. Rod, you just talked about Rod, and he owns. And uh, uh, Jura. Jura, your favorite dog with the boop, the snoot, and, mm-hmm. and uh, Glossalon War Paint. Who I think should have got runner up at a trial that Scott Foreman judged, but we won't get into that. But anyway, <laughs> um, and because Robert went, I, I told him he went the wrong way on the course. <laughs> oh, there you go. There you go. Well, okay, my bad. But um, and he was talking with uh, another friend of ours, Peter Kazik, um, who's tough to understand sometimes because he speaks Arabic. That's a joke that only he'll get, so hopefully he listens to this. But anyway, um, they were back and forth over a dog from a few years ago, and it came up, uh, you know, and I, I've said this 
a million times people ask me, um, well, I'm going to ask Scott before I answer this question that okay. I'm going to ask Scott, Scott Foreman, what is the number one uh, trait that you look for in a future champion? Mm. Mm. Vertibility and intelligence. Ding dong. Okay. <laughs> he nailed it. My, I, it's, it's intelligence. It's absolutely they intelligence. Wanna, they want to be with you. They got to be smart. And, and what people don't understand is, you know, dogs are not all the same. And, you know, you get this puppy and you think, well, he's got a great tail. And he's got, he can find birds and he's fast and he's this and he's that. But if he doesn't have intelligence, he can only go so far. So, um, I, you know, again, Peter Kazik and, and Jamie are going back and forth. And I'd have to agree more with um, Jamie in the fact that um, this dog they were uh, discussing probably didn't have the intelligence to handle all the training um, that it takes to become a champion. It's, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot for a dog to process. Um, you know, Nick Puox here, he's, he's a great gun dog trainer, and he, he actually, um, you know, finishes dogs as a master hunter. And, and for those dogs to do that type of work, they have to be smart. They have to understand. So that's the number one uh, trait. In my opinion, in the opinion of Scott Foreman and, and Nick, would well, you agree? Absolutely, the same opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Nick, yeah. Nick Puox here, it, they, they have to have intelligence. And not every dog is going to have that. And that's the, that's the part where um, if you want to compete or if you want to hunt at a high level, um, you, you have to be honest with yourself because not every dog is going to be that way. And, you know, it's just like um, – people you could have a family they could there could be two brothers one could go to mit and be a you know nuclear rocket scientist and the other one you know can't trainer. yeah the other one's a dog trainer very good <laughs> <laughs> so, so, <laughs> wants, to, wants to please the handler and do what you ask to do absolutely they yeah. understand what you're asking them and they they get it done so um and if they can't you know, maybe maybe you can move on uh, from that dog and, and find it a home where it's gonna gonna be happy. So um, that that's a great point, and I'm I'm glad we got to answer that one. Um, so no more questions from our from, that you have from our viewers. No, I didn't have any more questions or comments, but I just wanted to let you know something about our podcast. What we, is that? I just was looking on. Spotify, and uh-huh. we actually had a couple people listening from Switzerland oh, boy. and someone from India. So I just oh, want to let boy. you know that. I thought that was a that was well. Since we have a listener from uh, India, mm-hmm. Nick Puhawk, when I get back and you get back to Pennsylvania, we're gonna go to um, the Amber Inn, the Amber Inn in Scranton, and we're gonna have some good Indian Indeed. food. And, and we'll uh, review that uh, food when we get there. I love Indian food. I do, too. Oh One my of my God. favorites. Oh, you know what he really wants to know, Gina? What's that? Have you, 
Does he have a million viewers yet? <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're not quite there, are we, G? Not quite, but we're, we're on our way. Halfway. <laughs> we're definitely we're definitely on our way. But we're no. on our way. <laughs> it's gonna take a while, but we'll get there. Um, so, if we don't have any more questions, um, what's going on here in Michigan? Um, we can talk about that. Uh, starting tomorrow um, is the first uh, field, you know, big open field trial up here. Um, it's <coughs> they're going to run a championship. It's the Continental Championship. It's for any dogs that aren't a registered English Setter or English Pointer. Um, there's uh, Brittany's, Llewellyn Setters, uh, Irish Setters. Uh, those types of dogs entered. So we'll be running in that this weekend. There's also a big um, open shooting dog stake and derby for any breeds. We'll be competing in that. Um, and then after that, actually next week, we'll start the Michigan Woodcock Championship. And I'd like to ask Scott his opinion on that. Uh, he just judged with me. And uh, we saw the courses and... Uh, there's definitely something going on in this area. There's a, a real uh, um, reduction in the um, amount of woodcock uh, everywhere, especially on the grounds. Um, so that being said, it's going to be a really tough championship because this championship, uh, to be named winner, you must point a woodcock. So, you know. Oh. Yeah. So there's uh, – um, well uh, – Nick Puak is here, and, and, and I like to gamble. Let's see if he'll get into this with me. Um, I'm going to say there's going to be roughly 50-some. Would you say, Scott, 50-some dogs? I'm going to say 50-some dogs. 50-some dogs. I think it's going to be a real tough championship because yep. the woodcock just don't seem to be here. And yeah. The conditions ain't right for the flights yet. Oh, it's too early for the flights. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, that being said, Hmm. Um, I'll need your help, Scott. Okay. I'm, I'm going to set the over-under on how many dogs are going to finish with a woodcock line. Um, I'm going to say... I'm going to say eight. Okay, I'm going to say ten. Ten, okay. Okay, so yeah. I am definitely taking the over. Okay, well, wait a minute. We're going to... You're we're, taking sit, over. Wait a minute. He said okay. ten, I said eight. So, so the official... Las Vegas line on the Michigan Woodcock Championship is nine dogs with clean woodcock work. So if anyone's interested in betting on this, just contact me and we'll figure something out. <laughs> <laughs> but but Nick, this is official. You're you're on. You're recording. You want the over? I'll take the under. How much you want to bet? And I'm going oh, in the. I'm going in the middle. Hundred dollars. I thought it was a doll. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll do a hundred. All right. And and Chrissy, we're look at it's we're shaking shame. our hands. Bet is good. A four ten shotgun from last year <laughs> <laughs> that I've still not received on the same handshake. Uh, <laughs> Nick, oh. Nicky's been drinking, so he's starting to make stuff up. So. <laughs> but uh yeah, it's gonna be a tough championship. A lot of great dogs, but um the tough the, the the tough thing about this trial is you could have a dog go out and do a superb job 
and uh, run great and handle great and do everything the yeah. judges want. And, and really, it depends what course you're on, too. Yeah. Actually, there's not a lot of woodcock on certain courses. Yep, that's absolutely yeah. true. And and that dog could point several grouse and do everything right, but without that woodcock fine, you're, you're not going to win. So, tough trial, but we're going to do our best. Uh, so, I get it right, though. I get 11 dogs. A point, I win. A woodcock. Ten. The over. So the, he has ten, so I get. No, no, no. We he's he's not in the bet. Right. We set the over under at nine. Right. Nikki, you go up to Mohegan Sun <laughs> every goddamn day and place bets, and you don't understand. I did it. I just thought he was a ten. I'm making my. Oh no, 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 no. The over under is nine. I'm already gonna lose money this weekend. I'm <laughs> <on> Robert's back. <laughs> there you go. So, uh, yeah, we like to have fun, and that's that's the name of the game. But uh, uh, birds hunting up here, Nikki, you just got up here, um, uh, been up here about a week. It's going to be tough finding woodcock. They're, they're few and far between, uh, but you got some great dogs. and uh, Well, we had an awful lot of fun, then. But, uh, you know, there's... We had an awful lot of fun in about an hour and a half. Yeah. We flushed quite a few grouse and one... Well, let's be honest to our listeners. We flushed two grouse. We just kept flushing them and flushing them and flushing them. That doesn't count, Nikki. I thought that's how you always do it. Well, that's how I do it, yes. (laughs) I I went by your rules. The waitress's name. Yeah. You forgot that already. Yeah. It's a great name. Michael Ann. Ann. Yeah. Yeah. What do you need? No, I can't podcast that about you or Michael. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't want to podcast that. There's a lot of editing. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Robert, was Jerry the dog young. there? What's that? Was Jerry the dog there? Jerry the dog is not here. What's he doing? Uh, he has an injury. He had oh. a he, yeah, he has an injury to his foot, and he did not make it. And hmm. Nikki, Nikki has two really nice pointers. Uh, obviously, Sugar isn't here because she's still finishing up with her puppies. Yeah, I was going to ask how she's doing. Yep. She's doing and, great. Thank you for asking. And I'm going to need your help. Then bring him. I'm going to need your help, no. Gina. When I get home, we're going to have to have another puppy day with Pointer puppy day. Pointer puppy Pointer day. puppy pickup day. Say that. Pointer, pointer puppy pickup day. Five times fast. Wow. Ooh, that would be a great video. <laughs> <laughs> so on that note, I think uh, we we all have to get up early for the field trial, Gina. Oh, um, I have I to think, get up early for work. That's not fun. No. But it, so uh, early, early day tomorrow. So we're we're gonna wrap things up and uh, we'll check back in with you next week. Uh, next week we should be somewhere in the middle of the championship. Have an idea who did who did well and and what's going on. And uh, there's a lot of uh, um, a lot of our friends and uh, well-known field trial people up here. Maybe we could uh, have someone else on uh, next week and uh, you know go from there. That sounds great. But when are you going to be home? Um, after the uh, after this next championship. Uh, so I, I'm oh, home. Oh, you are staying for the Woodcock? Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to be here for the Woodcock. Okay, cool. Yeah. I didn't know you said you weren't going to run it. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, so probably next, I don't know, Saturday or Sunday. Well, definitely Saturday because uh, I per- I have a personally uh, a personal big thing. I'm gonna take your aunt uh, Kim to her. Uh, I think it would be maybe her. Oh my God, I I don't know if I want to say this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna say the number, but her class reunion. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> it's a big one though. <laughs> so that, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I, think it's, I do. I think it's her fiftieth. <gasps> no. Fifty fortieth? It can't be fifty. Oh my God! You got to edit everything. No, I think it's forty. 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 <laughs> No, not 40. She's 83. Yeah, 40. Yeah, 40. 40. I don't know. Yeah. Okay, so anyway, <laughs> I'm looking forward to getting home for that. <laughs> She'll be waiting for me at the door with a shotgun. <laughs> oh, man, maybe I'll edit that out. <laughs> no edit. This is the unfiltered uh, raw material. Raw Midnight Kennel podcast. Uh, we had a lot of fun. We we drank uh, some good drinks and ate some good food. And I I want to thank uh, Scott and Christy and and Nick for hanging out with me and having a good time. Yeah, I'd like to thank Robert and Nick and good friends and good times. Good times. All right, guys. Yeah. Gina, be good. I'll be good. Keep in All touch. Right. All right, take care. Bye.